Welcome into the recap. My name is Ian. I'm the owner of Team Canada in that franchise guy's fantasy football league. Uh, and this is going to be a show where I go over kind of the week-by-week happenings in the league. Episode 0 is going to be a league overview and then a quick draft recap. Uh, and then also going over the transactions that have happened before week 1 as well. I'm going to be focusing on making this kind of a half hour to an hour every week. Uh, hopefully everything goes well. Uh, and this will be a consistent thing. Uh, but let's just jump right into it. So first of all, this is a 10-team half PPR league, snake draft, 90 seconds per pick, 17 roster size, 7 bench. Uh, the team structure is as follows. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and one super flex, and one defense. So that's 10 starters, 7 bench. Uh, now let's move on to the draft recap. I'm really only going to be covering one pick out of each round, and I'm going to try to not make it my own pick sometimes, uh, just to keep it a bit interesting, because I'm sure you'll hear more, you will hear more about my team as the league goes on, and I'm hosting this kind of every week. So, kind of what my hope is. So the teams are that franchise guys, guys, Mayfield of Dreams, me, Team Canada, Saved by LaBelle, Jack Bars Admirals, Master Chef Russ, Snuffy the Seal, Repeat Season, Last Year's Champion, Danny Dollars, and Drew Locke Truther. So, at 101, Christian McCaffrey went. It's kind of obvious. Uh, I mean, he's the first pick in, a lot, in almost every draft. Uh, 102, Saquon Barkley. 103, I took Zeke. 104, Alvin Kamara. And 105 was Patrick Mahomes. So this is kind of what you get in Superflex leagues, where quarterbacks are definitely more valuable. Uh, you're required to start one, and then you can basically... It's basically you can start two if you really want to, which a lot of people do want to. So that's kind of understandable. I like Mahomes going over Jackson, just because I think in terms of a... In terms of a floor... I think the passing work that Mahomes has and his propensity to just go off on a week-to-week basis is definitely higher than Jackson. Uh, Lamar went one pick after at 106. Uh, 107 was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 108 was Dalvin Cook. 109, Michael Thomas. And 110, Josh Jacobs. Round 2, 201, Nick Chubb. 202, Derek Henry. 203, Joe Mixon. 204, Deshaun Watson. 205, Miles Sanders, pushed down a bit by injury. 206, Aaron Jones. 207, Devontae Adams. 208, Julio, who I wanted. 209, Austin Eckler. I've seen him going even in the first round of a few mock drafts. Uh, I think it's good value for him here towards the end of the second round. I mean, he showed that he could definitely carry a workload. He's great in the receiving game. I think I think it's a good pick. I think the fact that his workload was not truly full last year limits a little bit of his upside, but I think in general, it's a good pick. 210, Kyler Murray. Round 3, 301, DeAndre Hopkins, TFG getting the Cardinals stack. 302, George Kittle. 303, Kenyon Drake. 304, uh, Lev Bell. That was a bit of a misselect by uh, one one of our league members there. Uh, 305 was Tyreek Hill, but he decided to roll with it. He was a good sport about it. So, I mean, yeah, it, good for him, honestly. If I had selected Lev Bell in the third, I would have tilted hardcore and just 
Yeah, I, th- I think he recovered pretty well. I, I'm going up against him uh, week one, if I remember correctly, and his team is his team's not bad. So he recovered very nicely from that, in my opinion. Tyreek Hill at the 305. 306 was Dak. 307, Chris Godwin. 308, Travis Kelsey. 309, Russell Wilson. And 310, Odell, which was definitely... It was early for Odell for what I've seen. Uh, I still think he is, like, first... Uh, or, like, number one wide receiver upside. I think he absolutely has that, so it's not a bad pick. Yeah, I was just a little bit surprised to see him go there. Cortland Sutton at the 401. I like the pick. Kenny Galladay at the 402. Mike Evans at the 403. DJ Moore, 404. Amari Cooper, 405. Chris Carson, 406. I'm higher on Carson than most. Uh, bone injuries are a lot less likely to repeat or have... You're less likely to have recurring injuries to bones than you are to soft tissue, just given the nature of how they heal, and given that a majority of Chris Carson's injuries have been bone-related, I would, I'm a bit higher on him. I'm less worried about the injury in that regard. Todd Gurley, 407. 408, I got Robert Woods, which I was very happy about. 409, A.J. Brown. 410, Carson Wentz. 501, Mark Andrews. 502, Allen Robinson. 503, Matthew Stafford. I was screwed in terms of quarterbacks last year. I had Derek Carr, Nick Foles, and, uh, oh, who else was it? Daniel Jones, yeah, as my post-draft quarterback. So I wanted to get one here. I panicked a little bit. It was between Stafford and Matt Ryan for me. Uh, I took Stafford. Matt Ryan also would have been a good pick, probably the better pick. Uh, the tiebreaker for me was I didn't want too many Week 10 buys because I had been targeting a lot of Week 10 buys in my mock drafts. Uh, but as the draft progressed, that actually wasn't a problem. So I probably should have gone Matt Ryan, and I made a mistake going Matt Stafford. But I still like Stafford. I think he's going to be a great fantasy football quarterback this year. 504, Josh Allen. 505, Tom Brady. 506, Adam Thielen. 507, Aaron Rodgers. 508, Calvin Ridley, someone who the fantasy community is community is very high on this year. 509, Matt Ryan. And 510, of very early Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke can, if he can kind of take the next big step and really just kind of break out, I think this could be a great pick because Denver's team is nuts. That surrounding core, if Drew Locke can't succeed with them, you gotta start looking for another quarterback. I think the upside here is great. I think it was a bit early, but not... I mean, there were worse quarterbacks he could have taken at 5'10". I mean, not defending the pick, but could have been worse, I guess. 601, Jonathan Taylor. 602, Juju. 603, Tyler Lockett, someone who is consistently underrated, and I came around on kind of after the draft. I think, I mean, he's just a good player. I personally do not trust Seattle's passing offense as much as a lot of people do. It's not because I'm low on Russell Wilson. He's my definitive quarterback, too, and after them, I think there's a tear gap. Uh, After him and Mahomes, that is. Uh, In terms of actual football, not fantasy, I think Mahomes is obviously the number one and Lamar is obviously number two. But in terms of like just quarterback rankings, not including fantasy at all, Wilson's my QB too. Uh, I just don't like the fact that they will not unleash Russell Wilson. Uh, They will not just let him ball out as often as we want. And that's why I stay away from Seattle wide receivers a lot of the time. They're focused on running the ball. It's not because of any of the players or the quarterback. It's just more so the philosophy. 604, David Johnson. Actually, really like that pick. 605, James Conner. 610, or 610. 606, Keenan Allen. 
607 DJ Chark, 608 I took Darren Waller, 609 Cooper Cup, 610 Terry McLaurin, wide receiver I was looking at if he made it back to me. Uh, 701 Stefan Diggs, the other wide receiver I was planning on taking if he made it back to me. Uh, they didn't, so I kind of panicked. Uh, 702 was Baker Mayfield, 703 I panicked took T.Y. Hilton. We'll see how he does with Phillip Rivers. I personally am a bit unsure. I just took him honestly kind of off of name value and the fact that I know he's a good wide receiver, but we'll, we'll see if the chemistry can develop. Uh, 704, DK Metcalf. 705, Zach Ertz. 706, Melvin Gordon. 707, Noah Fant. I'm actually a big fan of that pick. 708, Kareem Hunt. Well, maybe a bit early, but I like I like Noah Fant this year. It was a bit rich for me, but I like the thought of taking him, just not at se- in round 7. Uh, 708, Kareem Hunt. 709, Raheem Mostert. And 710, an early Cam Newton. Injury questions abound. We'll see if he can overcome them this season. 801, Cam Akers. 802, Devontae Parker. I was not going to take him because at the time, I'm not sure he had been at training camp, or he was at training camp and was injured. Uh, but since then, I'm pretty sure he's been cleared, so I like the pick. Broke out last year. Showed why he was a first-round pick. Debo Samuel at the 803. Marquise Brown at the 804. Antonio Gibson at the 805. I expected him to go earlier. Uh, if it was me, I would have taken him over Melvin Gordon. Neither of them are bad picks. I just kind of like the unknown and the spiciness that Antonio Gibson provides versus Melvin Gordon, who has to compete with Philip Lindsay. Uh, 806, Jarvis Landry, 807, Tyler Boyd, 808, I selected A.J. Green, I'm banking on the A.J. Green upside this year, 809, Drew Brees, and 810, DeAndre Swift, 901, David Montgomery, 902, Marvin Jones, 903, I went Jared Goff, mostly for the Jared Goff-Robert Woods stack, uh, 904, Devin Singletary, 905, Marlon Mack, got a pair of running backs pushed, uh, down the draft boards, by some promising rookies that were drafted that are currently behind them, or in Jonathan Taylor's case, he could be ahead of Marlon Mack, depending on how you kind of view that whole situation. 906, Will Fuller. I think that's great value as long as he's healthy. He's going to be a monster. It's just, can he stay healthy? 907, Sterling Shepard. 908, Michael Gallup. I really like the pick. I don't think CeeDee Lamb's impact is going to be as devastating for Michael Gallup as other people would have you believe. I think that Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Blake Jarwin, or, or whoever their tight end's going to be, Zeke and Amari Cooper are going to be out there for a lot of snaps for the Cowboys this year. And between Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, I mean, you've got to worry about Amari Cooper. you got to worry about Michael Gallup. you got to worry about Zeke. you got to worry about CeeDee Lamb. There's a lot of threats on that offense, and I think having one of those threats who has, he's been in the system before, I think is good. Evan Ingram at the 909, and Jerry Judy at the 9-10. Hunter Henry at the 10-01. Mark Ingram at the 10-02. He has fallen so far. Uh, and I get it. There's J.K. Dobbins hype. But it's still Mark Ingram. I mean, he's still, I believe, currently supposed to be the starting running back for the Baltimore Ravens. A very run-heavy team. I don't think he should have fallen that far. I think I made a mistake not taking him. Uh maybe in the previous round or even rounds before that, I think he's gonna, I think he's still gonna be good this year. Uh, it's a, it just amazes me that he fell that far. 10.03, Daniel Jones. 10.04, Deontay Johnson. 10.05, Julian Edelman. 10.06, Henry Ruggs. 
1007 J.K. Dobbins, so really, I think that just kind of goes to show you how close they are in a lot of people's minds, and personally, I would take uh, less of a risk on the known with Mark Ingram uh, than J.K. Dobbins. 1008 Brandon Cooks. This honestly was my favorite pick of the whole draft. I mean, he was Bill O'Brien traded for him. Uh, someone's got to replace those targets that were lost with DeAndre Hopkins, and David Johnson can't account for all of them. Uh, neither can Kenny Stills, Kiki QT, and uh, Will Fuller. So I think Brandon Cooks is going to be a beast this year. I was very happy to get him at 10.08. I was, I honestly didn't think he was still on the board until I looked at him, and then I saw him, and I'm like, I need to take this player. 10.09, James White. 10.10, Carryon Johnson. Pushed up a slight bit due to the fact that he's going to be starting week one. Uh, so, yeah, good, solid week one option. Uh, 1101, Joe Burrow. He goes, I get the pessimism due to his offensive line and just it's the Bengals, but at the same time, I think the upside's there. We'll see if it pays off. Kirk Cousins, 1102. I like that good, solid pick. Jordan Howard, 1103. 1104, Anthony Miller. Zach Moss, 1105. Someone who, if he was there when I uh, picked again in round 12 at 1208, I would have snagged him up. I am extremely high on Zach Moss. Uh, every time I watch him at Utah, he just he just had that it factor that you look for. He just looked like a great player, and I am excited to see what he does in the NFL. I wish he was on my team, though. It was Hammer Jordan Howard. I took Jordan Howard for the known upside. That like I mean, he's gonna be the starter on goal line work. It, it just to me that was much more clear. But Zach Moss, excellent, excellent pick. Leonard Fournette at eleven oh six. Jimmy Garoppolo, 11.07, Big Ben, 11.08, 11.09 was C.D. Lamb, and 11.10 was Derek Carr. 11.12, Darius Slayton, like the pick. Uh, just good, good kind of deep ball target for Daniel Jones in an offense that's going to have to pass a lot. 12.02, Ryan Tannehill. 12.03, Gardner Minshew. 12.04, Preston Williams. 12.05, Deshaun Jackson. 12.06, Justin Jefferson. 12.07, Phillip Rivers. 12.08, I went ahead and I took the first defense in the Bills defense. I just think playing the AFC East this year is so, so valuable. Uh, the Bills defense, they were one that I just, I really like the culture there. I don't know enough about how New England's offense is going to shake out to take their defense. They might be overly... Uh, overly reliant on it this year depending on how the quarterback situation shakes out so I was not feeling that the Bills I mean their offense may not be much better depending on what happens with Josh Allen but I just I kind of had a feeling that they were a bit better they have a few bad games this year like a, a few just awful matchups like against the Chiefs it's going to be rough but I still think they're going to be a fantastic defense. They were the defense I was targeting all along. I did have to reach for them, and I kind of do regret it considering no defenses went to like two rounds later, but still, I think it's a great defense. 12.09, Daryl Henderson. 12.10, Jamison Crowder. 13.01, Van Jefferson. TFG gets kind of a, I've got a feeling about this guy pick. Uh, I, I think it's a good pick. I mean, if you're going to you're in the later rounds, might as well go for upside, right? 1302, Kendrick Bourne. 1303, I went Teddy Bridgewater. I like the offense they put around him. 1304, Christian Kirk. 1305, Sam Darnold. 1306 was Hayden Hurst. 
I really like this. I think filling in there in Atlanta where Austin Hooper left off, I think that's going to be a no-brainer for Hayden Hurst. I think he's going to do great there. Uh, Matt Breida, 1307. Alexander Madison, 1308. Philip Lindsay, 1309. Austin Hooper, 1310. Round 14, we had Tony Pollard at the 1401. Tyler Higby, 1402. Golden Tate, 1403. Nicole Hardman, 1404, Tariq Cohen at the 1405, Ronald Jones at the 1406, the Leonard Fournette signing, definitely a bit of a of uncertainty there. I still I still like Ronald Jones. Uh, I mean, not a whole lot, I guess, but I still think he's probably going to get more work than Leonard Fournette, just because I don't know. I think he provides a bit more of a more of a home run threat than Leonard Fournette did, because Leonard Fournette was a focal point of that Jacksonville offense and. There were times when he just he couldn't even he couldn't break away. I think Ronald Jones has just that bit more speed that's gonna make him a bit better, uh, a bit more versatile and a bit more uh, a bit of a better fit for the Tampa Bay offense. Fourteen oh seven was Emmanuel Sanders. Fourteen oh eight I took Tevin Coleman. Fourteen oh nine T.J. Hawkinson. Fourteen ten A.J. Dillon. Fifteen oh one Alan Lazard. Fifteen oh two Boston Scott. Fifteen oh three John Brown. 1504, Rob Gronkowski. I think taking a flyer this late is worth it. Tom Brady did talk him out of retirement after all. He's going to do something. Uh, but you do have so many other weapons. You've got OJ Howard. You've got Cameron Brate. You've got just a crazy amount of running backs. Not saying that they'll siphon work from Gronk, but I mean, it's just a lot of uncertainty in everything but the wide receiver core uh, down in Tampa Bay. So. Not too sure on that, but I mean, 15th round, go ahead, take a flyer. What's the worst that can happen, right? I mean, best case scenario, Gronk is like old Gronk, and you get a top, like, three tight end again. 1505, Mike Williams. 1506, Jalen Rager. 1507, Duke Johnson. 1508, the 49ers defense. So a full, how many rounds was that? Like, four rounds after? Yeah, four rounds after exactly the next defense goes so I definitely reached a lot I do kind of regret that pick uh but oh well what's done is done uh 1509 Paris Campbell 1510 Latavius Murray 1601 Sammy Watkins 1602 that Steelers defense 1603 Chris Thompson someone I would have happily taken uh, at 1608 if he had been there I like the pass catching upside he's worked with uh down in Jacksonville he's worked with Jay Gruden before uh he was kind of really the only known quantity, especially following the Leonard Fournette release. Uh, this was before uh, we drafted before James Robinson had been named the starter, so I really liked kind of that known factor of Chris Thompson, where maybe he goes off and has a couple good weeks, and then I flip him, or he turns out to just be the starter, and then I've got a like a flex option for bye weeks and stuff like that. Uh, but that didn't happen, obviously. Round, uh, 1604, Chase Claypool. 1605, Dwayne Haskins. 1606, Naheem Hines. 1607, Nkeel Harry. 1608, Curtis Samuel. 1609, the Ravens defense. 1610, Sony Michelle. Final round here. 16, or 16, 1701, the Packers defense. 1702, T. Higgins, a player that I would have loved to draft with my last pick. Uh, for that AJ Green pseudo handcuff at the wide receiver wide receiver position, that and I just 
I personally really like T. Higgins. I'm higher on him. Uh, I feel like then, I don't want to say a majority of people, but I really liked him coming out. I thought he was, I thought he was just a good, solid player. Uh, and I, I think if A.J. Green, God forbid, does go down, T. Higgins can make some noise this year. 17-3, I took Justin Jackson. I know some people are high on Joshua Kelly. I just went Justin Jackson because I know what he's done, and I did not know a lot about Joshua Kelly, I'm going to be honest. 17-04, the Bears defense. 17-05, the Seahawks defense. 17-06, the Patriots defense. 17-07, the Broncos defense. 17-08, Anthony McFarland, an intriguing option, especially if uh, James Conner were to go down this year. 1709 Rashad Perriman. I think that could be an interesting pick as well, getting a deep threat in that Jets offense with the departure of Robbie Anderson. And then the last pick was 1710, the Colts defense. I personally really enjoy that pick. I think they have a great matchup against Jacksonville in week one. And in general, they were a defense I was kind of targeting had I not taken the Bills defense. Uh they've got a bit they've got it rough with Houston in that division but I think as especially as a streamable defense you're looking at a really great defense in the last round so that was the draft I also do want to go over the recent transactions that have happened in the league just kind of get you guys all caught up uh before week one officially starts uh we've got about five hours until the kickoff of the Chiefs Texans game as I'm recording this uh, I think it's five hours. Let me double check that. And I, I just wanna just wanna keep you guys as updated as possible. Uh, yep, just about just under five hours actually, uh, until Chiefs Texans kicks off. So the transactions that have happened since uh, Sammy Watkins was dropped to waivers and Brandon Ayuk was added. Uh, there was a trade. Uh, Anthony McFarland was traded for Latavius Murray. I'm not too sure how I feel about this trade. I think Latavius Murray has, I guess, higher inherent value, where he could potentially vulture some goal line snaps from Alvin Kamara, uh, and he's the clear-cut number two in that backfield, as opposed to Anthony McFarland, who could potentially be, I don't know, maybe the fourth? I don't, I don't, uh, full disclosure, I don't know the Steelers' backfield, so give me one second to check. I, I still think he's good, though, Anthony McFarlane, that is. I think he's good. It's just you've got James Conner as the starter, Jalen Samuels, who's been there, Benny Snell. I still think he'll come ahead of uh, Jalen Samuels, but, you know, Benny Snell kind of being there does muddy things a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, not an awful trade. Latavius, I, I think, uh, repeat season, who obtained Latavius Murray in that trade, did win the trade. Uh, but we'll see as the season goes on. Uh, and the very last transaction was that franchise guys guys added James Robinson uh, after he was named the starter and dropped A.J. Dillon to waivers. That is the current state of the league. We've got only a few hours till football is finally back. I'm excited, and I will catch you guys back next week as we recap week one.